The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why Why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Welcome back. 10 o'clock hour of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 Ticket and theticketfm.com. Give us a call. Send us a text. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. The Sarder Hammond text line, same number. Find us streaming video on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at 93.7 The Ticket. I believe there's going to be a Twitter option coming in so you can now stream video on Twitter. So watch out for that. Wow. Coming shortly uh, as well. Are we going to be in a space? I don't think it's a space. I don't know what a space is. I think you just tweet, and then you could attach a live video to oh, it. Oh, okay. So I think that's uh, in the in the works, at least a little bit, in the thought process. But let's uh, let's head back to the good old phone line, where we find Mike. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Excellent. Hey, I got a couple questions on the River Battle Bowl. I don't know how familiar you guys are with it, but I've... Just kind of curious. I want to go every year, but it's over before I know that it's even happening. I know, yeah. Um, but, you know, I know, but it's been ancient times since everyone used to play in the Shrine Bowl, whether you were, you know, number one, no one went to, went, graduated early, but, you know, that long ago ended. So is, with them not getting the top scholarship guys, is the quality of play fairly good? That uh, was my first question. The second one, can you uh, derive any conclusions from the fact Nebraska's won three in a row as far as talent in the state. And I I know, you know, all-star games are tricky. Like, Nebraska used to play South Dakota and Yankton every year. And the first two years, Nebraska was a far better team. But, you know, everyone just wanted to shoot and that. But then the talent was so overwhelming, Nebraska won the next 10 or 11 to where South Dakota said, we're done, we're not doing it anymore. So does that speak to the talent in Nebraska the last three years, or is it really pretty meaningless? Thanks a lot. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. I think it has to at least a little bit. Yeah, I, some of it just depends. Um, I know with with Mike Sodder, for instance, with him putting together this team, he didn't want to include anybody unless they chose to do it um, or had spoke to him about it that have uh, you know D one aspirations, things like that. So if if you think about it, it's really sort of dependent on which guys accept the invites from either state and so if in a year some of the top players in Iowa are all like no we're good yeah um you're a little bit at the mercy at it and then the other thing to kind of remember is Nebraska's bulk of their of where a lot of those guys came from are on the east part of the state 
Iowa's a big state. You got a lot of talent across over in the the Quad Cities and Dubuque and Davenport. They may not really have the interest or the the ability to put themselves in going and practicing in Council Bluffs or wherever their headquarters is at for this thing. And it's right over the Thanksgiving holiday. So it, it's really hard to know how much the rosters are affected by that a little bit. I do think Nebraska has pretty good high school football. Um, and what I really want, Mike, and I, I think this would answer your question a little bit better, is if we could have gotten teams like Westside to play Southeast Polk you know, last year when that was a conversation, uh, just to get they won the state title. They both yeah, won the just state to get the best team. Well, Westside, I guess, didn't. You know, the the best teams um, from each state in their highest level that will kind of give you a better, I think, indication overall. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's about which way you're kind of coming at it from, right? If you're trying to judge the talent in the state versus the, versus another state, like the talent base or the pool or whatever, oftentimes you're going to be like the only ways we have to judge it are who's getting recruited. Um, I mean, it's basically the top handful or more of guys, right? And that's not exactly fair or even necessarily representative of all the other stuff that's going on in the state, right? Like, there's a lot of good football players, and they go on to populate um, some of those schools and, you know, the NIA, NAIA schools in Nebraska. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Maybe that's a good judge of it, too. Like, how are those teams doing? Oftentimes, you will see a lot of Nebraska and Iowa NAIA schools up in the up in the rankings. Morningside's one of the best in the country. Right. And they, I mean, they take a lot of kids from Nebraska and certainly... A lot of kids from Iowa as well. So it's it's about how you're kind of, you know which which angle you're kind of coming at it from. It's, now I get it. You're usually just judging it off of which five guys are going to the high major D one level or whatever it is. And and historically, Iowa's had more of those. Yeah, I would say generally speaking, Iowa has a larger amount of high end D one players, but that doesn't like I. I think Nebraska kind of has more than we realize in terms of of, of player, and we've seen it kind of explode in recent years. I mean, you have teams like Kansas State coming in. They had Gage Stanger, Braden Lofton's a Nebraska guy, but lives or went to school at Lewis Central. Um, so you you have these these teams coming in. They're recruiting some of the what you would consider to be mid three star or, or lower three star guys. Wyoming's done a great job of it. Northern Illinois. I mean, Jay Ducker was Jay just Ducker. the freshman of the year in the MAC. Uh, they're they're going to play for a title here, I think, on Friday um, at Northern Illinois. So you, schools are are paying attention to what's happening in Nebraska. Um, not necessarily that the top end is going to attract um, high end Power Five, but and it has recently. It won't every year. But you're certainly going to have some of these um, group of five schools coming in, FCS schools, all of that. It's just hard to it's hard to judge it um, yeah. because you know you first of all have to kind of figure out where your 
like I said, where you're coming from on it. And then, like Mike said, you, you're, you're not able to cross the borders all yeah. that much and, and really get a feel for what's going on. Even then, it's a one-game sample size. So. I, I do think this speaks really well about Nebraska, that in a year in which across the country and some of the high school coaches I've talked to in other states, they're having a really tough time getting their borderline guys recruited because teams are willing to um, – do the transfer portal thing more. So there's less spots. Nebraska's got what? Like 18 kids that are lined up to play FBS football or somewhere in that that neighborhood. It's a lot. I mean, you add in, if you're adding in air force and Wyoming and Northern Illinois and um, all of that, I mean, it it might be closer. It might be 14, but it's, you're in the the mid tier double digits. That's really good. Yeah. Especially when overall scholarship numbers are down. So, I think that reflects really well on the state. No, I mean, I, I think the state's in a good spot as far as that's concerned. Just the, the town. Oh, you already have. I mean, next year alone in 2023, you already have a handful of guys. I mean, Malachi Coleman, we didn't talk about this last week. Malachi Coleman went to Nebraska's game on Friday, was at Ann Arbor, and then made it over to Michigan State and watched yeah. some of that game too. Where in the world is Malachi Coleman? He's blowing up. Yep. Like, so you your 2023, which you already have a ton of Nebraska offers out, Looks like that's going to be another double digit for FBS players as well. Uh, Joe in Boulder says, "Was Jay Ducker a recruiting miss by Nebraska?" Well, I mean, when you look at what Nebraska has on their roster and and what he maybe could have brought you, probably you could categorize it that way. It's just hard to know because of Nebraska's like very odd running back situation as it is. Mm-hmm. I think that he's at a great level for him. Um, I think that, you know, could he have had a better run than Jay and then Jalen Bradley had here? Probably. Um, but I don't know that he would have been a feature back at Nebraska in the way that he is at Northern Illinois. See the guy to come I mean, oftentimes Nebraska has looked at running backs and either they want you know, they want a very specific thing. They want the total the either the total package or a guy who could do, you know, a really well, B really well, know the all that stuff. I I just want to right now where Nebraska's at. They just need a guy who comes in and and runs hard. They just need to commit to somebody, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> you know, it doesn't. My expectations aren't necessarily that high for the spot, right? At the moment. All right, like I said here, four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarter Heyman Text Line. They are both open for you. Okay, good stuff from Mike there. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Why don't we get reset, caught up on where we're at as far as the coaching search is concerned? It's Thursday. Thursday. Which is about the time where it's kind of like. It's almost Friday. Yeah, like, uh, what? Well, which that means it's been a full week yeah. of nothing has happened. What's happening? All right, so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit next. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.